Oh, where to fucking begin? August 25th, 2020. 2020's been a shit year. Just straight garbage. Everything from the lockdown to the weather, murder hornets, politics, riots, protests, movements. It's just been a hell of a year. We just keep getting swung one thing after another. And this week, it just got so much worse for me. Three weeks ago, my uncle died of cancer. Now I should note that this was my blood aunt's husband. It's still my uncle. And he's been in my life since I was a child, but they lived states away, so I didn't have a really, really close relationship with him. I saw him, you know, some holidays, and they'd come down for summer vacation. I, I didn't, I wasn't close with my Uncle John, but he was always a good man, and losing him is a big blow to the family as a whole, which affects me, because my cousins, whom I love dearly, he was their hero, he was their savior, and they're very torn by what happened losing him. And I'm upset that he's lost. I wish that I had known him better so I could grieve more. But I didn't, and I'm not able to. Last week, my niece Kaylee died of cancer. She was 11 years old. She'd been battling neuroblastoma for nine years. She earned the nickname Warrior Princess in the cancer community because she was beating all the odds. Neuroblastoma has never had a cured case as far as I understand. There's never been a successful recovery long term from a neuroblastoma patient. But she fought for nine long, hard years. And she did it with grace, poise, and dignity. Strength and beauty. She's truly a hero if one ever walked the earth. But now she's gone. She passed away last week. Shortly after that, I broke two fingers on my hand. Just three days ago. I may have to go out of work. I'm the sole provider for my family, for my wife and the four cats that we own. That's my family. It's an odd family, but it's mine. And it's good. But my wife's been out of work since March. She hasn't received unemployment. We've been battling daily to get her unemployment to go through, but the unemployment office is so backed up with the literal millions of unemployment claims being filed every week. We are just lost in the flood. 
we cannot get through to them. We have made no progress. So I'm the sole provider and I broke two fingers on my hands. And if I get sent out on disability, I won't be able to pay the bills. I won't be able to make rent. I won't be able to feed the cats. I won't be able to pay the car payments, the insurance payments, the phone payments. Something is going to have to slide. On top of that, we've been having marital problems for a while. She asked me for a divorce a while back because I was too controlling. I didn't allow her enough freedom and she's right. I was controlling. My trust issues and I was damaged from a previous relationship and I unfairly and unrightly forced those feelings and those prejudices on her. She didn't deserve it. So for the past few months, I've been working on bettering myself, and I feel like I've made a lot of progress. But last night, she told me that she's been having suicidal thoughts. Not just suicidal thoughts, suicidal plans. She's been planning on ending her life. after her unemployment comes in, so I have some money to take care of things, so I'll be okay. The reason why she wants to do this is because she feels empty inside. She finds no joy or sadness in anything. On top of that, she has chronic health issues. She's in pain all the time, in her chest and in her abdomen. She can't walk without pain. She can't sit without pain. She can't lay without pain. We had a long talk. She agreed to go see a psychiatrist and a therapist to get on better meds. She agreed to go to the ER, try to fix whatever ailments she has she's been putting off but imagining going through this life without her is unbearable she's the only thing that's kept me sane the past year and a half two years see for the past two years my mom was battling cancer She had colon cancer that spread to her lungs. She had to do 15 rounds of chemo, and I took her to 13 of those rounds. I was gone from work and from my wife for a good portion of that time. I would have to take days off from work and go drive two hours to my mom's and then sleep for a couple hours and then get up and drive an hour to chemo. spend eight hours there, drive an hour back, 
and I would either drive straight back home another two hours at night or I'd stay for a couple days to take care of my mom and then drive two hours back. I did that for a year and a half. It was very hard on me. It was very hard on my wife. It was very hard on my mother, of course. But she beat it. She got through it. She was declared NED, no evidence of disease. And that was really thrilling because my mom wouldn't be in pain anymore. She wouldn't have to go put that poison in her veins. And through all of that, Cindy, my wife, was my rock. She helped me. She kept me sane. With the mounting stresses of everything that was being put on me, she was the light at the end of the tunnel. I knew that no matter what was going on, I could go home and she would be there with her beautiful smile and her warm embrace. And her encouragement kept me going. So the thought of losing her It's unbearable. I can't imagine my life without her. My dream, most people have crazy, crazy dreams. They want to be rock stars. They want to be astronauts. They want to, you know, be, you know, Instagram famous or YouTube famous. They want to have all this money and prestige and fame. My aspirations are much, 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 much lower. All I've ever wanted in life was to be loved by somebody, to be enough for somebody. My goal isn't to become an astronaut or, you know, join the military and, and serve my country or become a rock star or win the lottery. My dream is to be old and gray with Cindy by my side on rocking chairs, on a porch, on a house that we own, with grandchildren running around and telling crazy stories about our youth. That's my, that's my dream. And the thought of, of having that, that, that's what I have now. I'm on my way, like, oh, it's, I don't need to do anything else but wait. I don't have to try harder, I don't have to, to work harder, I'm, I'm there, I'm just early. And the thought of that being taken away from me is fucking heartbreaking. On top of all of that, the fact that I'm not able to pay the bills, barely, especially if I get put on disability because of my hand, I just right now found out that my mom's cancer's back. And once again, it's going to fall to me to make sure that she's taken care of. This year's been a fucking shit show. sister's pregnant 
like she was the last time my mom was going through cancer. She can't really help. She has troubled pregnancies. My brother is a fucking asshole. I love him, but he's an asshole. And he's selfish as hell. And he fucking barely helped at all. Last time. It all fell on me. And I have a feeling that's where things are headed again. And I don't know if I can handle it this time. I've been dealing with depression, anxiety, panic disorder. That was all after my mom got cleared from her cancer. I had a nervous breakdown last year. October because of all the stress I was under my brain fucking broke and ever since then I've had severe anxiety and panic attacks and I was under less stress then when I had my nervous breakdown than I am right now with everything that's been happening just in the past three weeks between losing Uncle John, losing Kaylee, breaking my hand, my wife considering killing herself, finding out that my mom has cancer again. And losing Kaylee really stings because she was 11 years old. That should never happen. fucking sucks this is going down in history as the worst year ever given everything that's going on fuck the coronavirus fuck quarantine fuck Donald Trump fuck cancer I'm out.